the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings investments in your retirement as always here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our show is about savings and investments, and our mo- our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's that's it. Yeah, save aggressively and invest conservatively. Notice how I, I worked both of those in. I said that's it, and I got it on the air. But anyway, so uh, here we are. Uh, it, it's uh, it's a good time to be making sure you're saving a minimum of ten percent plus. The company match with your retirement. Uh, the 401k, the 403b, 457. These are the most successful wealth building programs in the United States. They're pretty simple. You simply put away the money, and then you ten uh, percent, and then you can spend whatever you want after that. And, and that's one of the key. Look, if you're over fifty, then you really have to ramp that up to more than ten percent. And and this is, it's become particularly that uh, your age is over fifty. In late fifties and east six are become more important because one of the things that's really happened in this country, and one of the things that that I don't think anybody really realized in the in the financial planning community was the uh, the uh, the high cost of of medical care, and particularly college. I, I think college has probably done more damage to uh, retirement planning than anything out there, just because. The the it, it's it's been the number one or number two most rapidly rising component of uh, of, of inflation in this country. I mean, it, it's just been extraordinary how how expensive college costs are gotten, and, and so so it, it's important to, uh, to to make you know. So what it's done is it's delayed retirement for a lot of people. It's kicked back their save, their peak saving times into their sixties, fifties, and late fifties and sixties because of the tremendous cost. And, and I saw a thing in Barron's about uh, uh, the, the increasingly the retirees are, are are struggling with with college debt that they've taken on for their kids, and that's just a bad idea. Uh, you're better off avoiding the debt. Trying to fund it as much as possible out of out of savings, out of existing savings, or in particular, since that's very hard for most people, just cutting back expenses elsewhere and trying to uh, gut it out. Try to get some college loans that your son or daughter get. Uh, try try to come up with some ideas uh, to sit there in a, a, a job at, at college or a summer job or something to help pay for it. And, because it's it's one thing if you hurt if you slow your your retirement down for college to help your children for college it's another thing if you take on debt and that's a really bad idea and so if I understand how hard it is is for uh, for families to get their kids through college now because of the absurd cost of it but but the one thing you don't want to do is take on debt uh, you know let the Children take on some some debt, uh, fund it through some savings, fund it through some existing cash flow, funding through help from relatives or whatever. But it, and and also that work component as well. Uh, look, the research has shown pretty much the kids that work to get through college tend to be some of the most rapidly rising. Well, I'm uh, a really good friend of ours. Is at was at a fraternity at UT, and he said, you know, the the, the kids at the fraternity that worked 
those people ended up running the corporations. He's, he said it was really kind of surprising. And so working, there's nothing wrong with working during college, but one of the key takeaways from this is don't take on debt personally because it's going to damage your retirement. You'll be unable to get out of it. Uh, fund, uh, do whatever you can to avoid that. That's a very disturbing trend we're seeing out there. It's, uh, you know, in college costs for other people, some people, they're paying a half a million dollars to get their kids into into USC, which works until it doesn't, and you end up going to jail. But, you know, it, it, it's just, it, it's become a major problem in this country. And, and, and I think one of the thing we're, things we're really seeing is college isn't the be-all, end-all for most people. You know, the really sad thing, the really sad thing about the whole deal is when I went to school, you know... I think almost any kid could have gotten into almost any college in this country if he really wanted to. I mean, if you if that person just had his heart set on it, could figure a way to get into that school. And now there's just no it really it, 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 it it's pretty sad how, how how things have changed and how hard it is to get into these schools. And uh, I, I'm absolutely convinced at least half of the alumni at A and M at Texas A and M. And that's just because I went to A&M, so I know a lot of the alumni. At least half of those people would not get into that school today, at least 50%. And, and it, it's very sad, uh, but it, 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 it you know, it kind of, uh, I, I mean, I don't know what you do about it. I think we should have expanded more schools. I mean, basically, you, we, we have the same number of schools we had 50 years ago when we had probably 30% or more or less uh, 30, 40% less people in the country. And now we have all these foreigners coming in and wanting to go to our schools as well. When I went to school, you know, I, there was very few foreigners, uh, at, at school. And, uh, you know, I, I knew some of them, some of them were good friends of mine and, uh, the, uh, but, uh, it, you know, it, it's not like it is today where you go to some of these schools and it, 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 it's extraordinary how many, People from other countries are in these schools, and they, we're not letting our kids in. And I think that's wrong. I, I think we should have developed our schools. I think we're making good progress. A, te, Texas has always had A and M, and Texas is the premier schools. And I think they're really starting to work to build up U of H, to build up Texas Tech, really good schools. And 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 I I I think you've got to start building up alternatives. And, and also show, show respect for people that just decide to go for a couple years to college or don't go to college but take up a trade. And I think that's been one of the real – I think this has been the struggle over the last decade is 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 is, is we've not shown respect to working people that do the work in this country and, quite frankly, come up with a lot of the – a lot of the uh, things that happen in in the country, and it, 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 it's really become too much about the people at the very, this almost, I won't even say at the top, I think it's really become more of an elite class. And the last thing we need is some caste system like we have in India on this type of stuff. So uh, I've di- diverged a little bit from what we were talking about, about the, the thing, but bottom line, do not take on debt. Be, for, for your kids' college because it's going to hurt you. We we come across this from time to time. It really hurts you. I mean, if you have to sit there and starve to get your kid through school, it's better off doing that than taking on the debt. Let them take on a little bit of the debt. But this allows you to have a reasonably good retirement and then pass something on to your kids in the future versus you know, paying it all off now. And this is this is a major problem that we're seeing happening out there. So anyway, anyway, that that that's on uh, on college. Uh, you know, really, the the, the college. It, it's really you look at you look at the inflation numbers on various products, everything from automobiles to computers to services to telephones to to food to to. Uh, I, I can tell you what it is for when it comes to what what sectors have the highest level in inflation in in, in the last thirty forty years. Ryan, you want to guess? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, most people really, they're not sure. I will give you a hint. Okay. This is, this is the hint, the common denominator that everything that is skyrocketed in a price the most with inflation in the last 50 or 60 years, anything related to the government. If the government is somehow involved in it, it had the highest levels of inflation. It's really, truly extraordinary how, if, if you look at this country, one of the real problem we have in this country now is corporate America is 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 so 
hyper-focused on cutting costs in efficiencies and scale. I mean, all you hear is scale, scale, you know, because they want to cut lowest cost, lowest cost. And to the point, I think, I think it's become a real problem and quality is suffering in the United States, but that's for another story. But the reason I say this is we have reduced the cost of so many goods. The reason why we have this artificially low inflation number of 2% is it's because the government figures, hey, every single time I get a new Apple iPhone, I always end up with the older Apple phone, but, you know, my kids got the new one. But uh, it's cheaper. It, 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 it's, well, it actually goes up a little bit, but it's much more powerful. It, it, it does a lot more things. So the government says, well, it actually fell in price. The same thing with the computers. Every time we buy a computer, it's almost, it seems like it's 800 to 1,000 something. Else. It, 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 but, but it becomes more powerful, so the government says it goes down. But in other cases, things, things have become more efficient. With food, we've become more efficient. With, with commodities, more efficient. And so the price of those haven't gone up. Automobiles hasn't gone up because they said it's a better quality car. It goes faster and there's more gizmos in the car. But the biggest component rising has been health care and it's been college expenses. And I tell you, disturbing, another disturbing one is is auto insurance, which is, is you know, you're kind of like really, which is really amazing that auto insurance has gone up such a high level inflation because Quite frankly, cars have become much safer. They become much less accident prone, and and and, and with uh, and, and so the cost should actually be going down, but they're going up. And if you look at the inflation numbers on cars, that's actually going down to some extent. And, and yet, but but again, this is somewhere where the government's insurance in in agencies and uh, regulatory are involved. It's so it's 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 healthcare, it's it, it it's 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 colleges, it's education. And, and, and auto insurance, all of these things, the common denominator is the government is somehow involved. That what the government does is they get involved, they, they, they start regulating, they end up protecting small groups of people so, it, so, so those people get, can you know, raise prices and do things. They, they stifle competition so no one else can come in the, in the business, and, then, and so the prices keep going up. And so they keep, you get more and more consolidation in, the, in it. You get more regulation. To get, the cost of it goes up, and, and, and so the in, inflation goes up. There, that, if nothing else, gives you an idea why the government should stay out of things. The government should make sure it's a level playing field. And the mistake we often end up with regulation is, is the big corporations get in there. They set the regulations, and then what they do is is they're kind of onerous regulations, but they figure, hey, we can afford it. No one else will be able to get in because they can't, and then the, and then the, it reduces competition. So so understand, inflation is still out there. I think inflation is going to get worse. We you know we're going to hear more talk of of modern monetary theory MMT. Uh, this is a big thing in the Democratic Party, which basically means you can spend as much money as possible because you have a Federal Reserve in there that can always print more money, and so you'll never have inflation. And things will always be great. But I, I think in the future we're going to have a, a big inflation, and, and, and you're starting to see it in some areas. I think it's going to get worse. But but, but so the bottom line is when the government gets involved, things things get more expensive. And this is the big battle going forward for 2020 is are we going to have socialism in the United States or are we going to have capitalism? And, and I submit to you where we've had capitalism uh, in the country, in, in many parts of the country, we've had lower cost uh, – and, and and better systems in place where we where we haven't had capitalism where we've had either the Federal Reserve or we've had government involvement i in healthcare and things like that uh we we haven't had capitalism we have crony capitalism and things like that that's not really capitalism that's centrally planned central bankers you know ruling the world and they've shown they've do, they've done a remarkably poor job of it or or we've had regulation to keep all the competition out and so we have to understand that because if you don't understand capitalism, you're going to be in trouble because we're going to get socialism and that never, ever, ever works. Because in the end, if you go, well, if I get the same as everyone else, why should I work? And so anyway, but that, that that's something, you know, for another day. But but I do think bottom line is avoid debt when when paying for co- for college expenses, uh, pull it from different areas, pull it from your your savings, pull it from your income get get some your student loans with your children paying don't co, do not co-sign for the loans cuz then you're on the hook uh for the loans uh pull from relatives uh pull from scholarships 
any way you can, pull everything from a bunch of different sources till it becomes a bigger pot of money you can afford college. So anyway, tell you what, we're coming up here on a quick break. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Saving Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. By the way, if you haven't gone to the Max Out Savings website, you can. One of the ways you can participate in the show is by signing up for the free Max Out Savings Report. It is a free report, which we send out once a month. Uh, and we really talk about all types of things from retirement to savings to investments to building wealth to the environment. We have some fascinating stuff about the environment on there, a little different from what most people think. And uh, we put all these ideas to help you out and understand the world today. Uh, we, we talked about everything in these reports from uh, uh, uh how to handle sudden wealth to back in, in 2007, we actually wrote about, Hey, the coming financial collapse. And, and we wrote about the investment banks were going to fail extremely controversial report. Uh, and, uh, we were right. And, and so we put a lot of stuff in there. It is free. So just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. We can also help you with your retirement over there as well. We can request an appointment with me. Uh, a number of things we're going to be talking about markets here. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, what, uh, what you know what's happening in the world today. Talk, but talking about a big one, I think that is not discussed at much, very much at all out there is is tax efficiency at retirement. This is a big one. Here, I'm going to be touching base on in a minute, uh, but uh, it's it's really I just don't think there's been enough talked about that. Now, this is a chat. I, we we did a test this week at at the office. Okay, there was two schools of camp in the office. One of them was they preferred the Mexican Coke. The other one preferred the regular Coke, Coca Cola. Ryan, have you tried the Mexican Coke? I don't believe so. I don't think so. Oh, that's very good. Okay, so anyway, so we had a test 
taste, you know, was what is the difference between the two Cokes? So we lined them up and got the team. They each got a sample of the Coke, and they had to pick one out. And this is not Diet Coke versus regular Coke, but regular Coke versus the Mexican Coke with real sugar. Now, the fascinating thing is we had several Mexican Coke drinkers in the office that were, okay, embarrassingly, they were not able to tell the difference between the Mexican Coke and the real Coke. So the sugar Coke versus the corn syrup Coke, corn sweetener Coke, which really surprised me. I really thought there'd be a real big difference in uh, I had no doubt I was going to be able to figure out which one it was, and, and it was not. The uh, what the difference is the Mexican Coke doesn't have. There's a little aftertaste with the American Coke, and and in the the American Coke's a little bubbly, or it might just be because one came from a can and one came from the bottle. So uh, I thought it was a fascinating test. Now the bottle should be in theory better for you versus the aluminum can but that was another debate which we did not want to get into and uh, but that was really a fascinating thing so by the way you can also participate in the show by giving us a call at 713-339-1070 here in the max out savings show the tax efficiency at retirement this is this is a really big thing and we really don't hear enough about it what is tax efficiency at retirement? This is simply managing your income to reduce your taxes. Now, it sound, on the face of it, it sounds real simple. Yeah, Ted, if I cut my income back a little bit, then I pay less taxes. But at retirement, it's much, much more complicated than that because you also have to remember you're dealing with with taxes on Social Security taxation and also uh, Medicare as well. Well, so you you have different types of, of of things that you're dealing with. In addition, there's actually a Medicaid tax for the wealthy as well, and so it's it's a little bit more complex. And why this is more com- it's but look, it's real simple when you're working. Whatever income comes in, if it's ordinary income or wages, it's ordinary income. If it's dividends, it's dividends or capital gains. You know, it it it, it kind of is what it is. And this is you add it up on your thing, and boom, you're done. Well, it's not that way at retirement because you're in many cases you're not earning money, or you're earning uh, and you're also pulling money out of your IRA, and so these things. And sometimes you're pulling money from a a uh, a uh, after-tax account uh, as well that 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 if you pull the money from it, there's no taxes. If you pull money from an IRA, you, it's it's ordinary income. So at retirement, and so if if you pull it before retirement at fifty-nine and a half, it's ordinary income plus a ten percent penalty. That gets pretty steep. But so what what you have to understand is is when you're managing your 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 retirement income, you've got a couple variables. Are you still working? We have a lot of clients that are still working, even to their 70s, and some of them work part-time and kind of adjust the income. Also, are you taking money out of your IRA? If you're over 70 and a half, there's a required minimum distribution. You have to take a certain minimum out. And then you typically people have a pool of, of after-tax money, or uh, which, which would be either a, a, a checking account, savings account, regular stocks, or or a uh, a Roth IRA. So you've got these different things. So if they got or, in, uh, wages, it's taxed at ordinary income. If they have, if they take it out of uh, IRA, it's taxed it at ordinary income. If if they take it from the Roth, it's non-taxed. If they take it out of their savings account, it's not taxed. So there's different ways and methods. But so then, but what you have to do is where you have to understand the. The key to this is understanding income limits when it comes to tax efficiency at retirement. And I'm going to give you some of those. For Social Security, if if you're earning less than $32,000 a year, uh, then your Social Security uh, is, is, is taxed, is, is non-taxed. If, you, if, you're only, only, if you're single, it's $25,000 a year and you pay no taxes. So... You know, it sounds like a it sounds like a low number, but keep in mind if you're pulling some money out of savings plus you have some income, you know you you could be having in Social Security you could have a pretty good income, 
uh, and not be taxed on Social Security. So so understand that $32,000 joint number for a married couple, if, if, you're, if you're earning less than that in the income basis, then you're not taxed on your Social Security. Now, there, there's another one, too, that, that, that we need to look at as well, is is if the is is the is the 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 the, uh, the Medicare tax, which is it, it, the the lowest level is if you're earning seventy eight thousand dollars, you you have a you have some savings on your Medicare as well. So if you earn above that, your Medicaid your Medicare goes up as well. So there there's there's another there's another thing. And then, for for large income owners, this is if you're retired or non-retired. If you if you make jointly over two hundred fifty thousand dollars, then you're you're hit with a three point eight percent Medicare surtax as well. So understand where where these taxes are. And so you want to at the beginning of the year you want to kind of manage your 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 income. Now look, if you're going to blow right through these numbers. Of, of uh on on tax efficiency of thirty two thousand dollars in income coming in through either dividends or income uh th- then or money coming out of your ira then then it's probably not, or forty four thousand uh, dollars at forty four thousand dollars from between thirty two and forty four it goes up to eighty five percent so once you earn over 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 forty four thousand dollars your social security is taxed at at or at eighty five percent. So if 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 you've got income coming in of sixty or seventy thousand dollars, it's probably not worth worrying about too much. But if your if if your actual income on your statement is less than that, and a lot of people are because they include Social Security in that, and plus they take some money out, th- th- then you have to understand these these levels. The same thing with with the with the Medicaid. Uh, in the Medicare, it's seventy-eight thousand dollars. Well, that that's a pretty easy number to kind of watch out and avoid because the more you go above that, the more you're required to kick in some of these numbers. You're to kick in additional income for Medicare. So, so this is something I think we want to continue to kind of watch and look at and understand uh, what these numbers are. And so the two big ones are the Medicare and the Social Security numbers. In looking at it, I'm kind of flipping over here a page. It's it's actually the monthly charge from eighty five thousand dollars to one hundred seven is fifty four dollars a month added premium from one hundred seven to one thirty five. It's one hundred thirty five dollars additional monthly premium. So these things add up. But if you can keep it underneath the eighty-five thousand dollars adjusted for for married income, that saves you fifty-four dollars or six hundred dollars a year. So if you're near some of those numbers, you want to kind of manage through. And as you get closer to year end, maybe rather than taking that extra payment out of your IRA, you halt that and take some out of your regular savings account to keep your number underneath that to save you the six hundred dollars the next year. And so, as you get closer to year end. Try to run a, uh, a, uh, a a rough tax number for you to give yourself an idea where you are because you want to try to keep underneath these taxable things because they can kick you into those brackets. And so we're going to be writing about this in the Max Out Savings Report, and hopefully it's going to come across. I think I think I probably made it a little more complicated than it is, and I really want to try to distill it down, make it simpler. We'll put it in the report. Uh, so if you're not in the Max Out Savings Report, uh, now's the time to get on, but but understand uh, the, the basic numbers are if 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 you're married, if you make over thirty two thousand dollars in wages and, and dividends, that that kicks your Social Security up to a fifty percent tax bracket. If, if your Social Security is what we're talking about here, and if you make over forty four thousand as a married couple, it kicks it into eighty five percent. Uh, which means eighty. So, so, so these numbers kind of jump up on you pretty quickly. And the key is, a, a, as an example, let's say I'm working now, in and I, I, I'm making eighty thousand dollars a year. Well, it, you know, 
I come time to do my taxes. I take $80,000. I take my deduct standard deduction now because it's tougher to take the individual. And, and then, then it'll go down to a certain number. But basically, the $80,000, that's what I made. i got to pay taxes on it. It's not that way. Again, to kind of take it back full circle to, to where we came from, it's not really that way with retirement because I have Social Security, which is viewed a little different. I have income. I have capital gains, and I have tax. I have money taken out of my IRA. The money coming out of my IRA is taxed as ordinary income. But I also have another pool of money, or a lot of people do, that is non-tax money that I can take ten thousand dollars out of for spending. But as far as the IRS is concerned, it's not income. So maybe. Maybe I take the 10000 out of my savings. Okay, well, I really only have maybe, if I have to write social, my Social Security out, I really have 70000 because I've subtracted out the ten from my eighty, so I really have seventy thousand in income I need, and I get Social Security of, of 25000 so that works it down to about 45000 So I'm, I'm, I'm kicking in closer to these levels uh, of, of the Social Security and the uh, – the, the the preventing myself from having to pay the extra Medicaid taxes. So at, as we get closer to year end, you want to do a temporary thing. And again, we're going to simplify this thing in the max out savings report so it's a little more understandable. But what you understand is one of the things very few people pay attention to is how can they save money through tax efficiency uh, at, at retirement. And the numbers are pretty huge if you sit and look at the numbers. Now then, what else do we have? Tell you what, let's take here a quick break, and we'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. And if you've got any questions or comments, you can always give us a call. This is a live show on Saturdays. Sundays, it's a repeat. Saturdays, it's uh, 713-339-1070. It's 713-339-1070 right here on the Max Out Savings Show in Houston, Texas. I'm a corner raise a hollow About a working on summer just to try to earn a dollar Every time I call my baby Try to get a date The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. 
Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, the other, just to expand a little bit upon that, is the other number also is about eighty thousand dollars for the uh, for if 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 you have income, if you sell some stock with a huge profit, and uh, let's say it's you sell ten thousand dollars worth of stock, it, it, it and you only pay two thousand for it. Typically, you're going to have a, a capital gain, but if you make less than about a little under eighty thousand dollars, seventy seventy nine thousand dollars, that tax, if you add that up plus your income, it, there's no capital gains tax on that. So again, this is another number you can sell company stock or you can sell some stock you have to pay for some of your expenses, and there's no capital gain if it's under $79,000, your total income. And, and so, again, those are some numbers. And by the way, that number I gave you for the uh, for the, for the uh, Medicare, it, it's actually, that that was for more single. For, for, for joint, it's 170 to 214 to get the extra uh, $54 there. So so some key numbers is, remember, there are numbers there that you can earn for Social Security and not pay taxes on it or limited taxes there there's a number uh, uh, underneath which that that you can sell stock a highly appreciated stock and pay no no capital gains taxes on it and there's also numbers if you earn above a certain number you have to pay additional in in medic in medicare now the, th- those taxes are all in addition to your to your or to your taxes in general and so by managing the risk, it's not. And the point I guess I want to make to you is, it's not simply a, a matter of the bracket going up and you're paying more uh, income on your uh, on your income, more taxes on your income because the bracket went up. But these extra taxes kick in: tax on Social Security, uh, a uh, additional fee on Medicare, uh, uh, kicking in a tax on capital gains. Those are additional taxes you have to pay. So managing your your retirement through tax efficiency and it, this is something we're really going to try to get more of our clients to do more of we're going to work with them on this because we i just really we're not getting enough questions on this from them so i'm pretty sure that they're not doing it as much as they should be doing it and so this is something we're going to be writing about in the max out savings report now what else do we have here the uh the market this week again to, to us it really looks toppy in here uh, the so, so a couple interesting things, you know what what we're looking at here is a slowdown in Europe, and a slowdown in Japan, and a slowdown in China. And China, in theory, is 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 supposedly coming up. China is launching a a several a, a special program to up if you have a car older than ten years old or something like that, you can you can get a. a, a a, a subsidy to get a new car. Uh, they, they, there's there's uh, special uh, rebates or subsidies on on appliances. Uh, it's kind of like a cash for clunker Chinese style, in, in, to try to get their economy going. Well, they wouldn't be doing that unless things were pretty bad over there. As we've been saying, it's really bad in China. Here in the United States, we have the lowest jobless claims in 50 years. That we have the best labor market since the 1960s. So we're doing pretty well here, because capitalism does work. But uh, but things are pretty bad in in uh, in Europe. They're getting worse over. The, interesting, if you look at the if you look at the GDP numbers, the companies that are growing isn't Germany. Germany and Italy are among the worst. France is right there. It's UK is doing a little better. It's the East European countries which have embraced capitalism, like Poland, Hungary, places like that, but are becoming more capitalistic and their economies are taking off. And so. Uh, so, 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 real. I, I think what you're seeing is a bifurcation in the world. We're going to have the capitalist countries that are going to do well. The Eastern European countries, who are, who believes that ever said that? The United States of America, and they're going to have the communist countries, like you know, like China's going back to hardline communism. It's not going to do as well. So, this is it's 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 a very turbulent world out there. We're seeing right now, and so we're definitely seeing a slowdown. But things are doing pretty well in the United States. Our market is up near the higher level right now. It's had an extremely good run since the beginning of the year, uh, one of the best quarters in a long time. But, but understand that was after one of the worst worst Decembers in, in, in stock market history at the end of the year where just things just fell precipitously. So 
But a couple things have happening uh, this week. You know, we talk we talk about the, the the socialism versus the the capitalism, and I think this is one of the real stories going forward. And uh, Bernie Sanders uh, th- this week. The the uh, S and P five hundred index fund uh, index uh, fell about eight percent. This between this week and maybe Friday a week ago, uh, the 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 healthcare index fell about eight percent. That's a pretty big drop. It's kind of disturbing. Well, why would it drop? There's no changes. There's no big congressional action to take over healthcare. What it was was. Uh, Bernie Sanders is is pushing his um, uh, his Medicaid Medicare for all program out there, and he and what he's saying is greed is going to end when we when we're in the White House at Bernie Sanders, and and he's getting tough. And for the S and P uh, healthcare index to drop like this when he 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 talks introduces his big Medicare uh, for all program, it tells you a couple things. Wall Street is pretty spooked by socialism, and also I think. People think Bernie Sanders probably has a better chance than everybody realizes, and that's what kind of the market is telegraphing. Uh, it, it was pretty shocking to see that see see this drop off level. The the the, the XLV dropped two point eight eight percent on uh, at the end of the week Thursday. I think I think that was Thursday. Uh, it plunged the, the day before. Uh, we actually went in and bought a, a healthcare stock that was really sold out uh right at, at the end of the week there in uh which I think we got a great value but but it really goes to show you what what's going on out there and the second thing that this points out is is look in about a week the healthcare index fell 8% well what does that say about the rest of the market you know when you can see something turn and what this what this is pointing out to is lack of liquidity these big institutions sort of think oh oh whoa bernie sanders seems to be coming up uh, he's going after health care and looks like he's doing better than the rest of the Democratic hopefuls. We better sell our health care side. These big institutions went in and started selling. There was nobody buying. And it was like, boom, uh, a vacuum underneath the price of these stocks. And they plunged 8% in a week, a little over a week. That's not a good situation. That means there's no liquidity in these markets. And that's disturbing for the market overall. And it means you've got to really have your guard up in this market and probably do things ahead of time because when things start going down, it's not going to give you a chance. Uh, now, it, it opens up some opportunities. I mean, we, we bought a stock that was uh, uh, basically six months back was 85. And we we're buying it around 54, so 54, 55. So it was... It, it gives you opportunities, but you have to have the cash available for the opportunities. I think healthcare is going to continue to be a tough place to be, and you want to be in the people that can somehow profit in ways that makes healthcare more efficient and less expensive. And so I think this is one, as we talked about earlier in the show, this is one of the highest areas of cost that's risen the most in the last 40 years is really in as far as inflation has gone 30 40 years has really been health care because the government's involved in it there's been no incentive to reduce cost so now they're getting tough and, and by the way the republicans this health care is a huge issue everybody's paying absurd premiums for health care and if the republicans think that they can sit up there and and, and, and basically make fun of Bernie Sanders and not come up with a health care program to cut health care costs in a serious way, they're sadly mistaken because they will lose. And, and so this is so that there's going to be a lot of push to 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 to, to reduce health care costs. And what you want to be in is the companies that are going to benefit or are going to push down health care costs and can make money off of it. And, and so this is something I think we're going to continue to see, see what's going on. Uh, oil prices still up in the 60s. Uh, it, it, that's looking really good out there right now. Uh, we are, if you look at it, we're the biggest, one of the biggest producers in the world. The, the Permian has turned into just a gigantic situation. We had the the big uh, uh, Chevron takeover of Anadarko last weekend. Uh, exciting things are happening. Uh, oil uh, production is collapsing in Venezuela. There's a civil war breaking out in Libya. And and we're producing a whole bunch of oil here, so things are good. Uh, we're very fortunate. We're starting to get at the pricing. Uh, we went and increased our positions in in the oil and gas sector right at the end of uh, at the very end of the year. Uh, I think I think it was right after Christmas, and and sold some here 
a couple weeks back, and, and we're kind of watching. But I, but I do think, uh, keep in mind, three, four months ago, I don't know if you remember this, but the energy business was going away. Oil was going to be, we were going to eliminate oil usage in 10 years. That was about two months ago with the Green New Deal. It kept going up. Uh, the it in all the big institutions were basically brainwashed into thinking that oil was dead and we were going to convert to uh, solar power, wind energy, and rainbow energy. That somehow you know they were able to they were going to harness energy from a rainbow or something to replace oil and gas. And and, and so the, the these big institutions have been under a lot of pressure from special radical special interest groups uh, related to the Democratic Party trying to eliminate oil and gas. And, and and they pressure them to they were trying to increase, put the social responsibility like it wasn't socially responsible to to, to own an oil and gas stock since when is it not socially respons since when is it socially responsible to sit there and fire workers since when is it socially responsible to sit there and turn over the the energy assets to china and other places around the world i mean when since when is it so socially responsible to beat up on the american people particularly the working people as these radical uh, democrats have done it it's just utterly astonishing to me, but but they actually believed oil and gas was going away within 10 years. This allowed, uh, what's her name, Miss Cortez to come up and come up with this absurd thing. I mean, it, it reached the insanity. It wasn't just the oil and gas that was in the line of fire of, of the Democrats, the Socialists and the Democratic Party, but it was literally cows. No wonder they hate Texas. We have two things. We have oil and gas and we have cows. The two things that are utterly destroying the planet, if we could just be like China, and they have the most pristine place. You should see China. It's the most pristine place in the world. Yeah, really. Go take a look at it. I've been there. It is. Well, I don't want to. No, I can't, I can't really say that on the air, can I, Ryan? No, I can't. Okay. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's it's just a very polluted place. We'll leave it at that. So anyway, uh, but but back to this. Uh uh, you know, understand there's going to be we're coming in the political season. The re- reason I bring this up is is I want you to see Bernie Sanders starts talking his game, talking his book over there, so to speak, and and saying, hey, look, we're going to have uh, Medicare for all. The uh, S&P 500 health care index fell 8 percent in a week. So I think the politics going into the 2020 election is it's just going to get tougher and tougher and tougher, and so this is something I, I again I think you want to watch. Uh, fortunately, we're a really good place to be. We're kind of like the best house in a bad neighborhood in the United States versus the rest of the world. And Texas is the best house in a bad neighborhood in the United States with the socialist. But but it, it so 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 things are are doing well here. Our economy is actually really well. I mean, around the rest of the world, there's really problems. And so, and, but we're coming into this political season. And I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a very, very tough political season. I think you're going to hear all types of things uh, about, they want to nationalize this, take over that, free health care, free education, uh, money falling from the sky. And by the way, the money falling from the sky called MMT, modern monetary theory that is the scariest one of the whole bunch and some really smart people are what are pointing that out and said hey watch out for this thing because it's getting traction out there in the country it's getting traction around the world the idea you can just give people money and there's no consequences and, and it won't and, and that's why we think eventually we're going to get a big inflation and so what what our strategy is is what we're trying to do is we're we're really trying to position in here with higher levels of cash uh, we like the oil and gas sector, uh, the health care, figure out who can take advantage of that. Uh, another one is banking. Great, great numbers coming out of the banking sector. Again, it's a sector that you're going to see uh, not really consolidation, but there's there, you're going to see more and more of 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 let less branches, less people, less regulation. The regulation is going to back because it's been so onerous. Uh, the people that realize this, the banks in the last decade have paid but somewhere between Fifty and eighty billion dollars in fines, uh, attorneys' fees, restitution, 
in all types of other things out in settlements. And, and so with that out of the way, that's a pretty good opportunity that some of these some of these places are, are going to be, uh, you know, they're going to earn more money because they don't have to pay attorneys all the time. And so, so and then shorter term bonds, high quality bonds. If you listen, if if you listen, if talk to some of the smartest people in the world, it, 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 be it big, big, super powerful uh, investors, uh, uh, IMF, the Federal Reserve, Bank of International Summits. The bi- one of the biggest problems, one that comes up probably more than anything out there, is the debt in corporate America. So you want to, because they've taken on too much debt and they've they've been too aggressive with their balance sheet with their stock buyback programs. So you want to be in very high quality bonds, shorter term bonds, because if the if the modern monetary theory takes off and we start flooding the world with money, look out for the inflation. So you want to go high quality and things. People aren't paying for quality up. They're not. I'm not having to pay up for quality. It's the price to everything as everything else, and that's a good deal. And that gives you an opportunity to make money and protect yourself at the same time. Tell you what, coming up here at the end of the show, uh, a few things. If you haven't signed up for the free Max Out Savings Report, we we, we talked about uh, tax efficiency at retirement. This is an under under uh, talked about topic. It's uh, it's not well understood. This is something you should be taking account with your with your retirement and we're going to write about that and try to explain it and simplify it even more so you can understand what numbers should you be paying attention to and what savings will that get you at retirement our talk, we're going to also be talking about the markets in it. Just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. The report comes out once a month. It's entirely free. We don't bother you. Our, 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 our things are private. And so just go to the website. Just give us your name and your email, and you're signed up, and it's free. Uh, it's maxoutsavings.com. If you need help with your retirement, need help managing it, we'll be happy to sit down and show you our value investing approach to the stock and bond markets as well. You can request an appointment with me. Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Now, I hope everyone has a great Easter weekend. And uh, we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Until then, remember the motto and our philosophy of the show is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070, The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.